what is good divine dolls all right so it is sunday morning i am bored out of my ever loving mind okay um i already looked at some trading videos this morning um ordered some groceries for the week <clears throat> and kind of have an idea of the habits i want to have for this week got off to a good start was drinking my water and whatever whatever have you so with this one, you know, I wanted to kind of go like 10 more to 10 toes down on this a little bit more or kind of, um, I don't know, stand a little bit more firm on this. But y'all, I, I remember when I was talking about Craven, the hunter, and my reaction at that time was kind of like, oh my gosh, maybe this is great programming for young men maybe like hollywood is trying to send a, a message to young men like this is where we're at and so um last night i was like you know what i've i've kind of mentioned it before too i don't think that programming i think that that who you are is what you will gravitate to right and i talk about how i grew up sheltered so i didn't have the same access and access to music and and um, TVs and Disney the way that the average everyday person does, but I still had the same sentiments in terms of what I wanted for marriage. Now that uh, you know, marriage and family and children. <clears throat> that being said, I was um, heavily indoctrinated in church. So I think that there could be some give and takeaways, but I think what I would be interested in is finding out like how, um, people that are not affected by TV, like, uh, you know, remote civilizations and type of thing and, and, and music kind of are navigating through this whole thing. And here's why I don't think that TV and music has a programming that we think it, it does. At one point in time, I kind of waffled back and forth between saying like, listen, I have cursed people out on both sides. So everybody was catching smoke, right? So if I get smoke from both sides, I totally get it because I probably cursed you on the way up, okay? But on, on one, I remember one time somebody was like, oh, it's the music. And I was like, the fuck? It's not the music. I was like, I grew up listening to, you know, like once I had access to, and it's funny when I say grew up listening to, because the truth of the matter is, I didn't really start listening to stuff until I was, until um maybe like around, uh what, 15, 16, <clears throat> it's about the time I bought my first radio, um and it's not that we didn't have access to music, we were only allowed to listen to Christian music, um, and so, but with that being said, um, it wasn't like hardcore stuff or like heavy rap. It was like 99 KG, KGGI or 92.7, stuff like that, 102.7, KISS FM, that type of thing, right? It, so those are alternating between like pop, um, R&B, um, Whatever was playing out back then, Kiss was more of like definitely, definitely white people stuff. Um, but it's funny because I wouldn't say I really started listening to like rap and those type of things really until I was in like 19. Uh, I would say maybe even 20 because here's the thing. I'm just talking stuff out. So just bear with me because a lot of you know, I did my first year in college in Costa Rica. 
And the music out there, um, we were listening to my majority like salsa, merengue, you know, that type of thing. Um, yeah, Shakira, 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 right? That was kind of like my go-to when I was there. So actually, yeah, for the most part, I wasn't like, didn't have that much access to it. But I still had the same sentiments. But like I said, maybe a part of it could have to do with um, the religion and what I was seeing like in church in terms of submitting to your husband and having a family, da 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 right? Um, wasn't really allowed to have a lot of friends. So, I mean, outside of the conversations that I had at, at um, school, I wasn't like in their space like to really hear them talk about the things that everyday like girls talk about. And here's here's part of the reason why I want to kind of double down on why I don't think I think that people um cuz here's here's part of what what um made me think about it last night too. The when it comes to women falling for the fairy tale, men are subjected to the same things too right they're they're seeing the same movies they're listening to the same music so why aren't they being programmed for the you know protector provider romantic aspect of things why is it that only the women are you see that's, that's like i'm asking the question but it, in in a way i'm going to make it rhetorical because it's like i think that the reason it appeals to most women like the fairy tale the family is because it's part of her nature Part of the reason the men don't, they can watch the same movie and not be programmed to want to be the protective provider, family man, do the upright, upstanding thing, but because that's not part of their, like, their nature. That's how you can, because what made me wonder when I was talking about it the other night too, I talked about how there was this movie I saw where this wealthy um, guy used his money for evil and he put everybody on an island. He put these people on an island to film it because he wanted to make money and he was paying them to kill each other and but there was one guy but I was like wait a minute so in that movie we have examples of the good guy and the bad guy so there are examples of the hero there are examples of the guy who will do the right thing there are examples of the person who values family and you saw the way that he cheated the women in the in the movie so I think that men are going to either gravitate the same way that us women do to, to um, these, whatever the quote unquote programming is, right? So either you're going to identify with the villain or you're going to identify with the, with the hero. But that's because that is something that is intrinsically within you. Like, this is so cool. Like, I'm going to low-key rewrite my paper and turn it into my professor from when I was doing my doctorate program because I struggled so hard with that one because I couldn't. I had a hard time figuring out, like, are we intrinsically good people or is it, is it nature or nurture? And I'm starting to believe that you're born, you are born a certain way. And what made me um, kind of add to that is that I remember hearing someone's story and they were talking about how they grew up in a rough neighborhood but against all the odds, they still ended up making something out of themselves. And so to me, it's like if it was if it was if it was nurture, then he would have continued to be a toxic person. But because he was innately a good person, it's like 
regardless of the environment you put him in, he's still going to strive to look for, you know, how do I put myself in alignment with who I really am, which is an upstanding person. And so even though the environment sucked, he was kind of like able to navigate. And that's from a dude, right? Perspective. But here's here's the other thing that I wanted to say, too. So what music and what TV programming did people have before when the patriarchy was was created? Because they didn't have music per se. I mean, I mean, short of like classical music and stuff like that. What were they listening to when the patriarchy was formed? Right. What was happening in the times of Columbus, Christopher Columbus and, you know, like even the the, the with with slavery with um type of thing. Um, so. I don't know. It, I think it's it's interesting. Like, I think that maybe and sometimes we. I'm I'm gonna say that at this point, knowing what I know, it, it would be kind of like an excuse, and I don't know who sold us that excuse, you know. But it kind of takes again that whole, like once you start to realize that you can decide for yourself, and you know, if you want to be a bad person, then be a bad person, and if you want to be a good person, you will look for good things. Um, but I, I, I don't know, maybe from now on, I'm going to be saying like, I, I don't agree with what people say about programming. Um, um, is there anything else I wanted to add? Yeah, that that's kind of like where I'm at right now, because I think what would have to happen is you would have to explain to me what was the programming before when all these rules were being made about, well, and so here's the interesting t- thing too, religion Religion would have been, I think, if you told me religion was a programming, um, something to consider for, pro- I would, I would, I could buy into that, right? So if if you're talking about like women need to submit and family and the gender stuff, as it pertains to all the religions out there, then yeah, I could see that. Um, but again, I think it's the same way, like how you have some people that will listen to like 94.7, The Wave, which is like jazz music. It's like if you, and especially like people that like grew up having um, the ability to make decisions and stuff like that. Once you become an adult, like you you're going to listen to what you want to listen to. Right. So if you like to listen to jazz, you're going to listen to jazz. If you like to listen to hip R&B, you're going to listen to R&B. If you like listening to rap or um whatever then that's what you're gonna listen to um now that being said another thing that is interesting is i am aware that certain um images and um certain um music does affect certain parts of the brain and it almost makes me wonder like it goes back to like maybe certain parts of my brain don't light up when I listen. Like to me, you, I never was really a fan of rock, right? Not, it's not my thing. Like my brain is not going to light up and make me want to like, you know, I don't know, smoke crack, take crack. I don't know, whatever you do with crack or cocaine. I don't know if you snort it or inject it or whatever, what have you. But, but, um, You know, so I don't know. I, I kind of feel like that being said, me listening to like Tupac is one of my favorites, right? <laughs> um, 
But I, I, like I said, I've never felt that inclination. I don't know, is, is the argument that the more I listen to stuff like that or like 50 Cent or like Lil Wayne or whoever like these, you know, people were that it would. Now, that being said, I think you can also try to think about it in terms of like children. Um, it's kind of like to me um, as a child. um I'm not saying that you should totally remove nurture and then be like, well, I'm just going to play certain music around my child because either they're going to end up being promiscuous or they're not. Um, I think that you try not to put that burden on them, you know, and you try to make it to where it's easier on their brain and try to give them as much information to make the best decisions that they can. But at some point in time, their true person starts to come out. And if they like, even with me, sometimes when when I was younger and I wanted to have children, I felt like my worst fear was going to be me having a child like me because um, I, I, I am controlled, you know, um, but a lot of that had to do with, you know, you have to break your children early. But if you, um, but if I gave my children the autonomy that I wish I had when I was growing up, and w- if and when I put my foot down, they would just sneak around me. So if I wanted something, I was going to sneak around and do it. To me, like people's other everyday people's idea of sneaking around and do things is different than mine. Like for me, the thought process, I, the maniacal thought process I went through, I want to use the word Machiavellian <laughs> because we were talking about Tupac, but the, the thought process I went through to mastermind to make sure that I could buy a radio, which was basically, you know, <laughs> um, and, and from Walmart, right? Because I I even did the whole landscape layout thing. And I'm like, I knew what it was really small. Like, I want to say it was probably, I want to say it was like maybe like three by five. Plotting, you know, like making sure when my parents were going to leave the, the store, being able to get through the fastest register, being able to have other items in there that would cover up my purchase and being able to connected to where they couldn't hear it and stuff like that and to the point that I never got caught you know um means that if I'm gonna want to if I'm gonna if I'm if I'm strong-willed that I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do and this is against me fully understanding that I would probably go to hell for listening to quote-unquote bad music all right so if if and I thought about like if I have children that were like me and they really just legit want to be in these stre- streets, you know. And I think what made me realize that too was when I was um my first year right before I went to college, we went to a uh, um university days or college days and I got to see other people, you know, like I talk about how I went to this Christian college and um, some of the girls there were like the, the, they would get, um, awards for like the wet, wet t-shirt contest and they were strippers. And like, as soon as you got to the campus, they were telling the new students that came here and they, they do this every year. So they knew 
that if a fresh batch of high school students from the academies all around the you know world and stuff would come in for those days and so they would just make sure that we knew as soon as we got off the bus or whatever transportation was that hey if you want to get marijuana which was you know that the thing back then you just go to the to the boys dorm to that window you knock on the window you give them whatever it is you need to do when you get your bag and you keep it pushing right and it was at that point like even though I was young I kind of started to realize like that was one of the first times my parents let me go out but I got to see how other people were and in the back of my mind I'm like oh my gosh this is like they're really making decisions that they really always wanted to make. And now that they're away from their parents, these are the decisions that they always wanted to make. They were always just waiting for the chance. And so I feel like it's one thing to, and again, like if you think, if you put that juxtapose, that's one of my other favorite words, y'all. If you compare that to how much these parents were funneling into private school education you know, um, Christian education, mentors, tutors. Um, a lot of these students were coming from, you know, par- two-parent homes where they had, you know, this. They were a little bit more lax than than what I, you know, how my parents ran their household. But when you talk about, you know, I, I'll never forget one of the guys that I went to school with. Um, to this day, he's still a he, he thinks he's a thug and he's a whole trying to get his rap career thing off. He swears he's a pimp. He swears he's a pimp. I kid you not. I saw his profile the other day on Facebook. Um, he's not my friend, but I'm a, he's a friend of a friend, a family friend um, of mine and stuff. And when I say the other day, it was actually was it like last summer or something? But um. And we're we're in our whole entire grown ages and stuff, but he was the only child. He always had like the best, you know, shoes, which was our thing back then too, you know, best clothes. He was fairly spoiled, definitely a mama's boy. Um, I think his dad was a doctor and his mom was a nurse. His mom was a nurse for sure. And when I tell you he got caught up in doing the drugs he would hang around my brothers, you know, like younger people too and stuff like that. It's like, it doesn't matter that you put him in K through 12 private school. That's what he always wanted to do. And he just needed a chance. It's like, I hope you catch me whispering, right? This like type of a thing. So you can try to suppress it as long as they're under your roof, but they're going to do what they want to do, right? And if that impulse is there, at the end of the day, when you move out, you're going to be the person that you always wanted to be. And so, you know, I, I could tell you so many countless stories, too. Like, I remember um, there's this one girl, same thing, too. Her dad is a pastor, you know, has her siblings and um, same thing, private school, um and as soon as she they 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 sent her out of state to that Christian and this was like years after I had so we're probably like twenty years apart. 
years she went to that same college where I was like, oh, hell no, I couldn't stay here. I was like, I'll never be able to study. I was like, it's already awkward trying to study. And then I don't need, I already knew. I was like, these people are going to be pressuring me to party every weekend. They're going to be looking at me funny. And it's going to be hard in the classroom and in the cafeteria because I'm going to be the outsider. And it's going to make it hard for me to, to study. It's going to be too much pressure and it's going to be just aggravating. I was like, I'd rather just go to school at this other college that I wanted to go to. And yeah, that was one of the best decisions I ever made as an adult. But yeah, she went and she went and by the before the end of the year was done, she came back. She was pregnant and she gave birth the next summer. Like, how you doing? What's good? And was completely wilding out, you know, got access to alcohol, drugs, parties, sex, the whole just like, you know, but that's what they always wanted to do. And they just needed the opportunity. So I still have to say, like, I feel like. Do we have programming? Yes. Do I think that maybe there was a point in time where religion was so restrictive to where it's like. You know, like they would have like the Gestapo or something where it's kind of like, where do you think you're going at this hours of night and really uh, have like social implications for you not being, you know, living religious. But I think that even as we got towards more freedom and now we're not as confined to religion, people are people are going to do what they want to do. Right. And so I think whether you're male or female, because I do have a hard time, like I really and you've seen it over my um, podcast and stuff. I'm like, how come these guys are so like smart or intelligent? Because I think that there's a there's a spectrum for me, too. I think you can be smart and intelligent, but you can be amoral. If that kind of makes sense and you can use your intelligence for evil. Um. Case in point, I I was watching a um, DUI arrest thing and it was um, the woman was a cop and but she was so um, intoxicated and inebriated that it was just almost embarrassing because she was not aware of her surroundings at all. Like she was almost in a different world. And the things that she was saying was kind of like it wasn't even funny. And so, but the, uh, the the officer that arrested her, he was really patient, took down her information, did everything that he should have to get a female officer to come and check her and da-da-da, right? And you're thinking like, oh, wow, he's an officer. He's doing the right thing. He's holding the other officer accountable, da-da-da. So then you go to the description and then you find out like two months later, I don't know if it was like two months later or two weeks later, but it was definitely in a short period of time. It was two something. He gets arrested for breaking in breaking and entering into his ex-wife's house. Okay? And so I think that they're that guys are cap- I think it's easier to say oh, they are smart or they're saying the right things or they have a good job or they have a good credit score. I think it's way harder to determine somebody's morals and values. Um I don't know that I will ever be able to fully give a man a green light because it's even things like you guys saw it on my podcast where um I was showing like different guys that do trading and I was like you know what let me go ahead and just share this Aristotle guy 
and stuff. And I remember the thought process. I'm like, eh, I could kind of sit on the information. But you know what? I've been following for a couple of years. I've seen how he is with his wife. And I know he has one child for sure. I'm not sure if he had, you know, but just in the background type of thing had signed up for his trading. So come on here, give the information, like I say, to the good people. And then y'all know one of my my favorite um Kelly OG was like um re- reading um comments of people who were kind of like bashing her for her trades, right? So she she is 21 years old. She went from from a from a negative $26 account to $6 million in like 3 years. And so all these people were bashing her. But one of the top people in, in, involved in bashing her was Aristotle. And I felt like to me, it's just like this process. Like I keep telling you, and I don't know why I keep fighting it. But it's just kind of like, you wouldn't, I wouldn't have expected that from him. But at the same time, it proved me right. Like yet again, like it proved me wrong yet again. And it's like, wanted to believe that. There has to be some indicators that, you know, if they are giving back to the community, if they have a wife, if they have kids, if they're a good teacher, like maybe they won't be like doing the whole bashing black women thing or they won't do the wrong thing. Or if they're like in law enforcement that they're going to still want to do for the good of people. And which I know the law enforcement thing is is laughable. Like I, I even have to admit that for myself, too. But. You know, you'd want to kind of believe like if they're a lo- I don't know. So it's just one of those things. I'm just really documenting my my thought process. But I think like this would be the point in time where I'm going to say I don't believe or I'm not buying into the programming thing. I feel like it's nature. I feel like you are born a certain way. And if you want to, you know, this is the thing, too, because we say that we want to succeed, but to what degree and by all means possible. And part of the reason I even say that too is because I was listening to um, Kelly OG. I want to go back and review that video, but she was, it's titled, um, It's Too Late to Become a Millionaire. And the way she was able to piece together the information was very, very brilliant. I loved it. But she was sharing stats about how, um, there is no longer, you know how we talk about the top 1%? We got a whole 50% more increase um, on top of the 1%. So there is no longer the 1% rule. We, after four years after 2008 is when we had this huge rise in um, the number of millionaires that were generated out of that. And that's because the same thing that we're going through with the pandemic now I feel like it forces people to say, like like I said in the previous podcast, to go underground or to really tap into your roots and really get into what it is that you really want and what to really show what you're made of. And so because of that, it's going to, I really do feel like it kind of sucks. Like everybody's like, oh, they're trying to cripple us. But if you look at what lies below the surface, it's kind of like, if they understand that in 2008, more millionaires were made, they're going to apply way more pressure and you better believe, um, so we're, I think she said um, at the time she recorded, I think we were two to three years out from the, when it first started. So in this fourth year, it's like she was breaking down the stats. You are more likely to become a millionaire than you are to, um, I forget what the other thing was, but it's like you are way more likely to become a millionaire 
than you are to, um, I'll do another podcast on it, right? So if you've always wanted to be a millionaire, you're going to become a millionaire regardless of the oppression. As a matter of fact, in the face of oppression or adversity, right? Now, the, 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 the mess of thing is, um, is if you're talking about somebody toe-tacking you to where you never get to accomplish your life, right? So if somebody's like physically enslaving you, um, and putting physical things or, or type of stuff to where you can't make it. But if you were determined to make it by any means necessary, then that's where you got to show your, your core, right? And you're going to gravitate to those type of things, right? Um, I think like even with the, um, and I have, I have officially tried vaping one time. I loved it. I got one container of it. And cause, um, this one person I was hanging out with, she, she gave it to me and I was like, Oh my God, I love it. But, um, I'm I'm never supposed, I'm never going to allow myself to, (laughs) I might puff, puff pass, but even when they talk about the, um, the how they make the vapes and stuff like to attract children. Um, it is interesting to me too because they're going above and beyond to to advertise to them. But at the end of the day, if you if they're gonna vape, they're gonna vape. Um, I I keep thinking back to that one time when I went to visit a friend in the first grade. And the <clears throat> the girl's parents gave me Coca-Cola and I wasn't supposed to have Coca-Cola because the religion that I grew up in, we're not supposed to have caffeine. Now, nowadays, it's become lax. So you can wear jewelry, you can wear makeup, you can have tattoos. Um, <clears throat> there's no modesty type things. You can get divorced. There was a time when divorcing used to be frowned upon um in that religion but now it's like everybody gets two and three you know divorces and tattoos i have one of my own probably gonna get one or two more um you're not supposed to have piercings um you're not supposed to drink caffeine you're not supposed to eat pork blah 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 but it's interesting to me too because even at that age of like six or seven I knew I wasn't supposed to drink Coca-Cola and I remember telling her and at this point it's like I'm in an environment where there's no one my parents are not there and I remember the parents just because of their size type of a thing and it's just kind of like no 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 it's okay and I remember it kind of being like a little bit stubborn but I think that the assurance or the green light where it's kind of like no 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 it's fine it's not gonna be a problem even though I told them I'm like I'm not supposed to drink and they're like well why I said because my mom said I'm not supposed to have caffeine and they're like no no no, it's fine you can drink and it won't be a problem but that initial resistance and I think that maybe that's something I would be kind of listening out for too like to what degree do we succumb to the programming um, in the grander scheme of things, like I will drink Coca-Cola every once in a while, but I feel like I know what it does to my body and, um, and that type of thing. But, um, I don't know to what degree it's conditioning. I don't, I don't know. 
So, so I'm not saying that I have all the answers, but I think I'm just starting to kind of formulate like my own thesis, like putting things together. So I'll put things like on one side where I say it's nurture. And then if you give me information, right, if you give me information saying, no, it's it's um, nurture, then I'm going to collect all of those that information and put it into the pile for nat- for nature. And then if I get information that is saying it's <laughs> nature, then I'll put all of them. And so then it's just at this point, it's kind of like, well, which pile is, is higher? And so like right now, I feel like the pile that is higher is nature. You know, the pile that is higher for me and is tipping the scale is, is the information that I have that, that makes me believe that it's nature. Like you were born and you're going to, you are going to either be an, a complete asshole and you're going to do what you want to do. Um, or you're going to, you know, try to do the best you can with the circumstances that you have. And then that's how you hear these stories about how people will probably like, let's say steal, right. And go to jail for stealing. And then they will get an education and go on to live their best lives. And then you start to understand that it's like, they were doing that because they didn't have food because they were hungry, you know, and then you have people that will just steal because they want to, because they can, because they can resell it, because of the adrenaline rush for it. But if you're, you know, go to jail for stealing food or something that is a necessity that you need to get by, and that's never what you really wanted to do, as soon as they catch you whispering, you're going to be like, let me, you gave me the opportunity to get this education, let me get this education, let me be able to pay for my own food, pay for my own meals, put a roof over my head, and you never look back, you know, type of a thing, and so, but that being said too, I do think that um, you do have people, then that's why when they say that they go to prison and they find quote-unquote Jesus they've always been searching for something that's going to give them that type of like standards and guidelines and prince like a principled life they've always been yearning for that now that being said and so then they go on and they become a Christian and now it's kind of like okay I have I have tricycle wheels on how to operate through life. Like this is why I gravitate to it and why I'm so devout. That being said, you have people who understand the manipulative side of saying that you're a Christian. And this is how you end up with felons in church, right? Because they understand that if you're supposed to go come up for review and you can fake the funk and say, oh, I love Jesus. Ever since I've come here, I've turned my life around. I'm thankful, blah, blah, blah. Shed a couple crocodile tears and people eat that up. You get to infiltrate spaces and hurt people who aren't able to decipher between authentic, quote unquote, Christianity versus manipulative um, Christianity, right? In its most altruistic form. Um because you can also have you can also have a Christian that is going to be trying to subjugate women and or people according to race, gender, or other religions, right? Um, which is not really often talked about either, too. But yeah, so let's just end it out that way. I have more piles of information on the idea that we are led more by nature than we are by nurture 
Um, I think that when I talk about me, you know, in that Coca-Cola situation, that was a little bit of nurture, you know, that pushed me over the edge. But inherently, it's like the and so that's kind of like what programming programming is. It's like programming appeals to that side of you. And it's up to you to decide if you want to take a bite of that apple. Okay, so with that being said, I'm out. Peace.